Making a difference in your community can be tricky. Where do you start and what should you even do? An initiative through Volunteer Manitoba is helping youth achieve that goal, making a difference in their community. Small or big, every project can make a difference. Three members of a five-person team project shared why they wanted to get active in their neighborhood. Normally, Gloria would be here uh, to, because she's the program coordinator, but she's actually back home visiting families. So uh, she's got a little bit of a vacation right now. Um, but uh, I'm here to fill in the steps as I've been through this whole process overseeing this program. Um, I'm Vicky. I'm a compliance analyst uh, with the CRA, and I'm working with my group of friends um, on a project this summer, personal finance uh, for Black youths. My name is Fung Ling. I guess I am one of five projects co-founder people. Um, and yeah, I guess I work for the government of Manitoba as a policy analyst. And um, I'm involved with community work um, on a volunteer basis. You can say with confidence that you're a part of this group. Exactly. You're you're you're, you're a founding member of this group. That's amazing. Yeah, you're making a difference in the community. That's something that's really impressive. Thank you. Hello, hi Ryan. Hey everyone else. Um, nice to meet you and thank you for the opportunity to do this interview. My name is Bumi Afolabi, and you can see there's a similar name. We're sisters. We live in the same house. Um, but yeah, I'm currently a graduate student at the University of Winnipeg in a Master's of Development program. Um, and I'm also like working with NEEDS, which is Newcomer Employment Education Development Services, um, and also um, a member of this group who was doing a community project on financial literacy this summer. So how about we go back to a representative from Volunteer Manitoba to describe a little bit about what exactly this initiative is, as well as um, all the finalists who were selected for this uh, amazing project. Volunteer Manitoba is always looking for different projects that we can help kickstart. And so when RBC Future Launch approached us to put together a project, we thought, what better way to get youth involved than to give a little bit of Kickstarter money to be able to get projects off the ground. And that's how we got the idea of the Community Youth Innovators Program. We had well over 20 applications or more, so it was really hard to just choose six. Um, our finalists range from like the ladies that are here today, um, uh, providing uh, financial literacy to um, Black youth in our province. Uh, we've got uh, groups of youth that are doing programming for in, uh, newcomers in Brandon. We have another group that's doing mental health resources for people in the north of Manitoba, specifically um, at Apostle Cree Nation. We have a group of youth that is doing work in Winnipeg's inner city, providing water stations uh, during the hot months in the summer. Um, and I don't, I think I'm missing two more examples. Yes, I am or one more example, or two more, yeah. Uh, we have another group of youth that are doing soccer programming, uh, specifically uh, for newcomer youth as well. And then our last group is doing access accessibility programming for Manitobans across, uh, 
for teachers across Manitoba to how to make their uh, gym classes more accessible. So we have a variety of different projects that got accepted, uh, but we only had to choose six and it was quite hard. Whenever it comes to community involvement or community initiatives, it's so hard to choose when it's just such a limited uh, amount because all of them are beneficial for our communities. I know recently, though, I guess not recently anymore, but about, uh, I think it was May 6th and 7th, so that first weekend in May, there was a training session. I guess let's just kind of go around and just tell me how did that go and was it what you expected? The training session was really helpful. Um, We had a session. We had sessions that really just helped us plan. We had started planning a little bit of our project um, since the spring, but then having that training session helped us know exactly what to focus on. We had a session on um, engaging volunteers because we are are having um, extra uh, facilitators facilitators who are professionals in their field, you know, come in and we hadn't really thought to treat them as volunteers, you know. Um, So having that session really helped us see that, okay, you know, these um, facilitators that we're having coming in are indeed volunteers and, you know, we should be showing them appreciation um, in, in different ways and we should be ensuring that we're using all the skills that they that they bring to the table in, in a way that is beneficial for them, you know, as well. And I think one of our favorite sessions was with um, with Allison, where we went through um, marketing strategies. And I feel like everyone at our table, our mind were just blown. We were so just engaged with um, all the information that she had to provide, all the expertise, you know, that she had. I think she had over like 20 years, you know, in in the marketing space. And that was just really beneficial for us. And we were even able to connect with her after after the event. Um, You know, we also had, um, I think, a session on like planning our critical path. And it really helped us like break down everything in our project into like bite-sized chunks because you know it's like okay fine we're going to have like workshops and we just had like this big idea that we wanted to do and that um session really helped us the okay step one you know this we have to do this if we don't do this the project is going to fail if we don't do this one you know we're still going to be okay you know so it helped us really see what was important, what was critical, and what were the things that were just like nice to have. Um, am I missing any other sessions? I know those um, no, three, three, yeah, those three major sessions really helped us to better focus our planning and um, it, it helped us to appreciate more the, the volunteers that we would have involved in the project. So I think, you know, those two days for us was really engaging in terms of learning and also for networking. We got to meet other youths across Manitoba, people who we wouldn't meet in our um, everyday lives. And that that was really amazing for us, you know, to get to meet new people. Either of you two like to add anything else about maybe was it what you expected uh, going in? Maybe something that you've uh, learned or maybe something that you're like, huh, this is something maybe we should tackle on uh, now as we're heading into uh, creating some of these community um, uh, initiatives. Yeah, sure. Um, I can speak to that a little bit. Um, but just before that, I also want to say it was kind of nice to have a mini staycation <laughs> in your city. And shout out to Volunteer Manager for like hosting us at the Hyatt House. It's not publicity, but it was a really nice space um, and just like good to get away. But yeah, um, I think what it was 
um, like what we expected. We know that we were going to get uh, more information and training on how to run a successful project for the summer. And I think one uh, unexpected thing that came out of it, which Fiki touched on a bit, was that um, we found out that kind of some of our work was a bit interconnected. So, um, for example, the group from Brandon that's doing a newcomer program were also in their schedule. They had like a day for like doing recreation and they connected with um, the group who was running the soccer program. Like, oh, you know, you guys could come to Brandon and like actually run, um, you know, maybe like just a game um, for the time that we're doing our program. And also, so um the soccer, the soccer guys program as well. Like, oh, some of our youth would also be interested in learning um, financial literacy and knowing how to handle their finances. So just like um, having that connection and also, you know, knowing the importance of um, collaborating with other people. We're not in competition. Um, collaboration is always good because at the end of the day, the goal is to um, serve the community, you know, and and make that change. So, isn't that just the the most interesting thing? Like, even if your community's apart, an idea can still have some sort of interconnection to it. That's the, that was the piece that I was going to add is that uh, networking and connection doesn't matter where or how your projects are different. There's still ways that you can connect with people. The very important thing about this conversation is the projects that you're going to be creating over the summer through the help of friends, family, community members. So let's just quickly go around the circle to describe exactly what you're doing and maybe go a little bit into detail about why exactly you chose that sort of initiative or project. Who wants to go first? <laughs> for me, do you wanna, for me, go um, ahead. Yeah, sure, I can start. Um, so our project this summer is a personal financial literacy project for um, newcomer Black youth to Manitoba, so that's looking at immigrants, refugees, and international students. Um, we are focusing on the ages 18 to 30, and we're hoping to bring in, as Fiki had said, professionals in the field of finance to deliver workshops that would be interactive and people or participants can gain knowledge uh, that they can then apply into their own lives. Um, so it's about six weeks uh, long and it would be like on the weekends. And um, yeah, a bit about why we decided to do this project when we originally had seen the call for proposals. Um, we had a few different options on our plates. We had also considered like a career mentorship type of program um, as well as the finance one. And I guess why we decided to go with the finance was um, because we realized that while there were quite a bit or a few career um, oriented type um, training or mentorship that were out there, there weren't really much of financial training that was targeted at youth in particular. Um, there's a bunch that, that look at families and adults, but not necessarily our youth. Um, so that's why we decided to go with this project. Um, but also in addition, it was like a personal decision for most of us. Our, our group, we have first-generation immigrants and international students in our group. Um, and this was a skill or, yeah, a skill, I would say, that we found was lacking when 
um, we were starting out into adulthood and like we didn't really have access to resources. We didn't really have anyone that was like, okay, this is what a credit card is. This is what you do with a credit card. It's not free money. You actually have to pay back every month or you get charged. Um, so things like that. And um, we thought, you know, we've been presented this opportunity and we would like to give back to the community in this way. Yeah, and I think that's the basics of it. I will let others speak to it as well. Um, the program is geared towards Black youth and we are um, hoping that they can gain basic knowledge of financial literacy. Um, we, like a lot of studies have shown um, just throughout Canada that um, newcomer and particularly Black or Indigenous youth um, fare poorly in terms of financial literacy and um, just financial management in general. So this is a way to um, bridge that gap a little bit and provide Black newcomer um, youth with the skills to make um, smart financial decisions um, and also like close some of that um, economic gap, financial um, literacy gap. And I think also another thing that was important for us in creating this project is to have um, representation of, you know, Black people, people of color in uh, for our facilitators um, and also for the coordinators because um, having someone that looks like you goes a long way in building that confidence um, in knowing that, okay, this person is speaking to me. There's some cultural context um, in that as well in creating like, you know, materials for the workshop that you may not necessarily get from um, going to a bank, which is a huge institution um, and being able to like talk to, you know, people that you meet there. So um, having that representation is also a key part for us. Um, and we're also having um, our mentors. We're working closely with Congress of Black Women Manitoba, which will provide mentorship for us throughout this project. And they already do a lot of um, community work, particularly with the youth population as well. So having um, that organization and having uh, the mentorship from the leaders in our group is also a good way to help us build our leadership skills as well um, and to ensure that we are able to achieve um, our goal for this project. When you're going in, whether you're talking to a financial advisor to get a loan or creating your own or your first bank account, or if you're moving to a new financial institution, it is so scary. So yeah, having representation, having that background knowledge, that literacy can go such a long way. So it's really cool that you are creating this project to help in that sector. In terms of community involvement, why was this important to you to get involved with uh, Volunteer Manitoba? What is it about community engagement, creating community initiatives that's important to all of you? I am an avid volunteer um, since... I kind of moved here and like discovered, you know, that you can actually put your time into helping to support community and supporting programs. So that has always been a part of who I am. Um, and funny enough, I actually, cause we've been in a pandemic. So 
you know, physical volunteering hasn't been possible for many organizations. And um, going into this year, I actually had on my vision board, um, Volunteer Manitoba, that I wanted to do more volunteering this year. Yeah, like my sister knows because she was there when I was making my vision board. So when um, I saw, the, I came about the opportunity from, um, it was shared within my school network. I was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. Um, we totally should uh, look into applying for this. And this is something that amongst ourselves, we've always talked about um, doing community work, like we do in our own little pockets um, where we are. So it was like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity. And I think it would go a really long way to help us kickstart some of the initiatives that we want to implement. Um, so yeah, it's just like really important to me to be able to use my skills um, to help you know, help provide that support, help provide that knowledge. Um, particularly, I also want to provide that visibility, especially in the Black um, community that, you know, you can see people who look like you who are doing this work, if that's something that you aspire to do. And also if, you know, you need someone again to like talk to that you feel will understand what you're going through. Um, so that's why this uh, project is really important for me and like really close to my heart. Personally, for me, I have benefited from um, other community projects, especially in high school. Having after school clubs was a place that I felt like I could belong with. I could be with kids my age doing little projects that, you know, we enjoyed doing and giving back to the community. And now um, I know in university, I didn't have like a lot of time to volunteer. It wasn't something that was on my radar as much. And now that I'm working full time, it's like I have all this time and all this, you know, um, experience and all this skill that I really want to put to good use to create a difference to give back to my community because I have benefited, you know, from these um, types of programs before. To add to that, I've actually um, in the past found a volunteer opportunity through Volunteer Manitoba. Um, last year before I went back to school, um, there was a posting for like the Manitoba needs of persons with disability and I was able to volunteer with that board. So I knew that Volunteer Manitoba, like they were, um, doing good work in like putting out volunteer opportunities and like being involved in the community. Um, so yeah, yeah. Like once the opportunity came up, I was like, okay, this is a organization that I have been able to be impacted by or, or, or be positively impacted by. I'm forgetting the word I'm trying to remember. Um, so yeah, I felt comfortable being a part of that organization or be working with them to be able to provide this kind of resource into a community where we had um, identified a gap. Um, and then just like my personal history with volunteering, I guess, I'm a, like my sister, an avid volunteer. Um, I've been volunteering since high school. And I just find it more meaningful. Like, you know, I work and I feel like at work, there's a limit to like how much I feel like I'm contributing. Um, but when it's small community type volunteering, I feel like I can see better the impact of what I'm doing. Um, so for me, that's just how volunteering is different and it, it's very meaningful to me. It's something I care deeply about. And we are hoping that even past the summer, we will still be able to keep on with this pro program and even add um, different new programs to it as we go on. I guess the question there would be, you three are getting involved in your communities 
making a difference. As we're seeing in the world today, it's a struggle uh, out there for some. And, you know, there's a lot we can do. How do we inspire others to get involved in their communities as well? Whether that be me or someone else uh, on the street that are seeing some gaps within the systems. It doesn't have to be a big thing. You know, you don't have to do a big thing. You don't have to start a big company. You don't have to, um, you don't have to donate a thousand dollars. You don't have to serve food to a hundred people. You can just do something small. Um, I think our, um, our workshops, we're, we're aiming to reach 25 youths. We're not aiming to, you know, educate the entire population of black youth in Manitoba. You know, um, I think it's difficult to start something if you think, oh, you have to do something big. So just starting small. So just encouraging people to, you know, if it's just a little thing you can do in your community, you see someone that needs a hand, you know, if it's just that little um, difference you can make in one person's life, it's definitely worth it. It's not everyone that can reach a thousand people. You know, sometimes it's just that one person next to you that you can help. Sometimes it's just the 25 people who are going to sign up for our webinars, you know, that we, we, we can, you know, help this summer. So yeah, just start in small. Yeah, and I think like just adding to that, I think it's important to identify like your area of interest. Like it's difficult to give time and give yourself to something that you, you're not particularly um, interested in or don't particularly care deeply about. But if you identify like a specific, doesn't matter if it's, I don't know, just cleaning up your community or like picking garbage from the street, like just one place, one thing that you care about and just figuring out, okay, I really care about this. I really care about seeing where I live look nice and clean and figuring out how best to go about doing that. And I think that's a good start because it can, yes, it can be very overwhelming if you want to do like really, really big volunteering work, but just starting from very, very small detail and then working your way up would be my advice. Uh, another part of that is you inspire other people by doing. So if people, you know, see you doing community work, um, see you being engaged in the community, you can also inspire them to want to do as well. So just like, you know, show the work that you're doing, talk to people about it. Um, Volunteer Manitoba has like a great website. They have an Instagram page. You can share like, oh, this Saturday I'm going to be doing so, so, and so. Um, and I think people um, who see that will be inspired by the work that you're doing. And if you can also like um, explain the impacts that it's having, not just for um, the community, but also for yourself and, you know, how that helps to make things better. Um, I think people always want to at least like do something good. So that's one way in which you can inspire people to. It's very similar to making self-improvements as well. Whenever you're talking about like New Year's resolution, the reason they fail is because a lot of people go way too big, way too fast. It's all about small habits. Like if you normally leave your clothes on the floor, you know, you just pick them up, put them in the bin. And eventually that becomes a habit and you can build from there. It's very similar to community engagement and community projects. You start small and from there you build a coalition of 
talented and um, engaged individuals like yourselves to make a difference and it can slowly grow and grow and grow from there. Uh, question for you, Camila. Um, when we're looking at these three um, uh, young women getting involved in their community, I guess just what is your thoughts uh, seeing them take on a project like this and wanting to be involved? We love it. That's that's what we're here. And, and they all spoke so gracefully about, like, I, I wish I took those clippets and we can put them in our presentations at Volunteer Manitoba because, you know, for the past 40 years as a volunteer centre, um, we do pro we do presentations and we do outreach across the province to get people involved in volunteerism and hearing uh, what these women have said about how to get involved in your community, the importance of getting involved in your community and how it does make a difference. It just goes to show that our province, we're the second highest rate of volunteerism in Canada and, and this is just proof to that. We, you know, we, we care about our communities and young people, especially in Manitoba, do want to get involved and, and are here to get involved. It's exciting to see the younger generations being incredibly engaged, incredibly passionate about all sorts of uh, issues, uh, yeah. regardless whether it's like financial sectors, um, civil rights, human rights, like it is just incredible. And a, a big shout out to the three of you for wanting to get involved in uh, your communities. I guess just what are your hopes to come from this pro uh, the, uh, this initiative for those who would like to participate? Where can they go to find out more? I should briefly mention that there is five of us in this group. Two of them were not able to join the interview today, so it's just more than the three of us. Um, so shout out to you, Barbara and Victoria. Of course. Um, but to answer, to answer your question, um, what we're um, hoping to get out of this project is to, most importantly, just increase um, uh, just a little bit uh, of that financial literacy, like even if it's just the basic of knowing what's the difference between um, a debit and a credit card, and you're able to use that information to make smart financial decisions, that's a win in our book. Um, like Fiki said, we're not trying to turn anybody into millionaires at the end of the summer. Um, we just want to lay those building blocks um, of financial literacy. And with regards to how you can find out more about the project, we're going to be starting our marketing soon. Um, we don't have it out yet, and it will have all the um, information uh, regarding like registration and what types of workshops that we're running. So once that's out, we can share them with you. If you'd like to help us a bit of promotion, that would be great. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but that's my answer. I'm sure if you look on the Congress of Black Women, we will be sharing our posters on there. So keep an eye out. Congress of Black Women, they have an Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm sure they have a Facebook. Um, and I'm sure Camila and the group Alantia yeah. Manchopa will be <laughs> open to helping us share some of our posters as well. So you can hop up there as well. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it's just, I think financial literacy is just part of overall well-being. And as we all know, the past couple of years has been uh, difficult for a lot of people. And I think just being able to have that confidence in your ability to make good financial decisions. And if it's just like a couple of people who are able to, at the end of the workshop, feel more confident that they, are, um, they have taken knowledge away from that workshop, I think, again, that, that would be a win for me. 
And also um, in the future, we, we are hoping to um, continue having workshops like this, you know, maybe even a career mentorship um, form of thing. So having in, um, a, a win as well would be, you know, people after this a series of workshops being interested in, you know, seeing more from, from us. I'm really excited to uh, see how this initiative all goes. And I didn't want to cut anyone off, but yes, you can follow Volunteer Manitoba um, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Twitter. We will be posting updates um, from the group. Each one of them, each one of the groups will have a specific page on our on our website um, and it will be posted on our social media for you to follow. So you'll get a little snippet about all the groups. If you have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight. Leave a comment on our social media, reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk. And have yourself a good one.